Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Saturday. It is March 19th, 2022. And I just want to say thank you for joining us here at His Hard Line. And you are listening to 1% or Less with Him. I am Jason with God and Jesus at the driver's side. They are at the wheel. They are in control of this ship as we navigate through these rocky, chaotic waters in this storm. But we will make it through the other end. Today, we are going to be reading out of John chapter 18. Um, We only got a few more books left to go. There's only 21 books in the book of John, so we will be wrapping this uh, book of John up very soon. We are reading out of the New American Bible, Revised Edition. That is my preferred one. Everybody's different. I know some people really enjoy the NASB 95 edition. Some of them like the uh, ESV and NIV. There's so many different versions out there. I mean, my goodness, I think when I looked at Bible Hub, there must have been like I don't know, 80 to 100 different versions. I couldn't even really count. There were so many in the list. But this is the one that I'm partial to. The second favorite would be the NASB 95 edition. So, um, but, you know, I I really try to do my best to kind of sift through some of this. And, you know, generally, it all says roughly the same stuff, maybe a little bit differently here and there. But, you know, anyway, this is the one that I like. So, I hope everybody's having a great Saturday, and uh, I'm probably sure you're probably not going to listen to this until uh, maybe Sunday or Monday on repeat, either on uh, the day of church when you're feeling lazy, don't want to go to church, or on your way to work on Monday. (laughs) So anyway, here we go. This is, uh, we're going to get into the part where Jesus gets arrested, and where Simon Peter denies Jesus three different times, and it says, when he had said this, Jesus went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley to where there was a garden into which he and his disciples entered. Judas, his betrayer, also known knew the place because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So Judas got a band of soldiers and guards from the chief priest and Pharisees and went there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, knowing everything that was going to happen to him, went out and said to them, Whom are you looking for? And they answered him, Jesus, the Nazarene. And he said to them, I am. Judas, his betrayer, was also with them. When he said to them, I am, they turned away and fell to the ground. So he again asked them, Whom are you looking for? And they said, Jesus, the Nazarene. Jesus answered, I told you that I am, so if you are looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill what he had said. I have not lost any of those you gave me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's slave, and cut off his right ear. The slave's name was Malchus. Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into your scabbard. Shall I not drink the cup that the father gave me? So the band of soldiers, the tribune, and the Jewish guard seized Jesus, bound him, and brought him to Anas first. He was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had counseled the Jews that it was better that one man should die rather than the people. Now, we get into Peter's first denial. So Simon Peter and another disciple followed Jesus. 
Now the other disciple was known to the high priest, and he entered the courtyard of the high priest with Jesus, but Peter stood at the gate outside. So the other disciple, the acquaintance of the high priest, went out and spoke to the gatekeeper and brought Peter in. Then the maid, who was the gatekeeper, said to Peter, You are not of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the slaves of, and the guards were standing around the charcoal fire that they had made because it was cold and they were warming themselves. Peter was also standing there keeping warm. Now the high priest questioned Jesus, meanwhile, about the, his disciples and about his doctrine. And Jesus answered him, I have spoken publicly to the world. I have always taught in the synagogues or in the temple area where all the Jews gather. And in secret, I have said nothing. Why ask me? Ask those who heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the temple guards standing there struck Jesus and said, Is this the way you answer the high priest? And Jesus answered him, If I have spoken wrongly, testify to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? Then Anas sent him a, uh, a bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now we get to the part where Peter denies Jesus again. Now Simon Peter was standing there, keeping warm, and said to them, and they said to them, him, You are not one of his disciples, are you? And he denied it and said, I am not. One of the slaves of the high priest, a relative of those whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you in the garden with him? Again, Peter denied it, and immediately the cock crowed, just as Jesus prophesied. That's just me adding that. Sorry about that. Just I don't know why that just came out. Now we get to the trial before Pontius Pilate. <clears throat> Then they brought Jesus to Caiaphas, to the praetorium. It was morning, and they themselves did not enter the praetorium, in order not to be defiled, so that they could eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and said, What charge do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If he were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. At this, Pilate said to them, Take him in, take him yourselves and judge him in according, according to your law. The Jews answered him, We do not have the right to execute anyone in order that the word of Jesus might be fulfilled that he said, indicating the kind of death he would die. So Pilate went back into the praetorium and summoned Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and your chief priest handed you over to me. What have you done? And Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king? And Jesus answered, You say I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world. To testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? When he had said this, he again went out to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt in him, but you have a custom that I release one prisoner to you at Passover. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Not this one, but Barbarus. Barbarus. Now, Barabbas was a revolutionary. And I believe that is the end. Yes, that is the end of chapter 18. Tomorrow we will do chapter 19. So that'll make three more books, 19, 20, and 21.
I tell you, that, uh, where did I read it here? Oh, of course I would lose it. I tell you, you know, where was a spot here? Maybe it was right by, uh, oh, goodness gracious. Of course, I can't find the spot that I was looking for. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Where it says, uh, why ask me? Ask those. So let's see. Verse 21. Why ask me? Ask those who heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the temple guards standing there struck Jesus and said, is this the way you answer the high priest? Then verse 23 continues to say, Jesus answered him, If I have spoken wrongly, testified to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? I tell you that right there. When I saw that play out in the life of Jesus on the uh, Pure Flix film, that, uh, and, I, and, and I, oh, by the way, for the correction, for those that go and watch that, it's not 10 episodes, it's eight episodes. So I was very disappointed when I went back to go watch. When I got to the eighth, I looked and scrolled down. I was like, oh, no, there's no more nine and ten. I could have sworn there was, but there isn't. So it's eight episodes, 30 minutes apiece for the first season. But back to the, you know, where Jesus got struck by the guard. You know, when I watched that scene, I was like, my goodness. I'm like, you know, I just couldn't imagine doing that. I mean, I know back then these were considered tyrants, but my goodness. like, And Jesus said something so profound because it wasn't like Jesus got angry. He just flat out called him out. Like, again, I'm going to reread this. He says, you know. Is this, and this is what he said. He goes, if I have spoken wrongly, testify to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? Because any self-righteous man that is embedded with, you know, that, that has truth in them and they walk a righteous path, they have the light within them, they, they have Christ in their heart. A man like that, has no reason to speak wrong or ill will or any type of uh, you know blasphemy or any type of swear words or falsities or deceit. Nothing deceitful should come out of a man's mouth that truly has Christ rooted in his in his heart. And here we have Christ Himself, flat out asking that guard, "If I have spoken wrongly, testify to the wrong." Basically calling them out, like, tell me, what did I say was wrong? And then, of course, puts him in his place in a very soft but very firm manner. And, but if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? I tell you, Jesus had a very way, a, a very unique and powerful way and subtle way at that, of not only speaking and putting people in their place and having them do self-reflection because you know at the end of the day Jesus Christ never operated on a on a on a binary playing field like an A or B he always operated outside the playing field in a way that when he spoke he didn't speak in such a fashion that it either resulted in people getting severely angry or severely you know one way or the other he he often spoke in such a way that it made people self-reflect and look in themselves. Like, for example, with the woman who got caught um, having affairs, uh, you know, the the woman that they wanted to stone to death and they brought her to the courtyard and Jesus was drawing on the ground with his finger and they asked him, you know, what, what, you know, what is your, you know, what do you think we should do here? You know, according to the law. 
And, you know, as Jesus, you know, it was a very powerful moment because at that point, that was one of those moments where if Jesus said the wrong thing, he could have been stoned to death himself. And he basically just flat out said, and I'm paraphrasing here, let you basically, who lives without sin, cast the first stone. And then something powerful happened. Silence. And then one by one, starting with the elders, started walking away. He didn't give them a definite answer of what they should or shouldn't do. He answered them by saying, whoever is without sin, you shall cast the first stone. And they started dissipating. So, so anyway, that concludes the reading of John chapter 18. And, you know, just dawned on me, I didn't uh, switch my internet uh, to tether it to my phone. So I'm hoping, oh, dear goodness, I really hope there are no... Um, and if there is, I deeply apologize. I'm going to take off the network off the laptop here. So then this way it forces me to can do the computer right now. There's a little tab on the bottom of Podbean where it goes. If I have excellent or poor signal, it really hope it doesn't. My goodness. I am going to actually take off the home networks uh, and I'm going to make sure that, that is allowed to come on this laptop is with the phone. I do apologize if this has any type of interference. Um, we're going to conclude it right here and we're going to say a quick closing prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day and thank you for this weekend and we pray for the safety of those out there that, you know, those that are out and about having dinner with their family and visiting with family and friends that they're safe out there on the road and that everybody makes proper decisions, but at the same time, everybody, you know, holds Christ you know, close to their heart. And um, I just pray that, you know, everybody that listens to this spends at least 15 minutes a day with you in prayer, reading one chapter a day in the Bible with you, Father. And I pray all this in your only son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That concludes our one percent or less with him, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a good night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to one percent or less with him. Don't forget, you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.